everyone to a brand new getting color right here on the big brand.com it's the big veto mafia virtue being joined by big veto lagrasso on a sunday evening what's up what's going on how's everything my man i hope everybody's doing great out there We've got a lot of things to cover a lot of good stuff um you know congratulations on your new puppy I so see far so I good he's doing well it's a handful, but um, yeah, you know, they grow up and get lazy and lay around. Are a they lot, having so. a lot of accidents in the house? Um, very limited. Like we're taking, I'm taking it out a lot. So it's a good ratio. Okay. So they're not, they're, are they doing just number one and not number two? No. Yeah. It's just, if anything happened inside, it was a little pee, but um, we're getting it outside. So it's very limited. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome stuff. All right, Mr. Virtue, we got some stuff we need to cover this week. I know we've been hard-hitting, racking, stacking, and jacking. Let's go. All right, well, let's talk about AEW first here. And so there's a couple things. Like, I want to ask you, you know, I know you keep up with wrestling mostly on social media. You'll right. check things out from time to time when, when necessary. Right. But what do you currently like best about AEW? I mean, we know Punk is there. Daniel Bryan's there. I mean, they got a lot of moving parts, right? They got veterans like Sting. Um, some of the rumors through the grapevine recently that the EVPs, which we know them to be Cody, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, uh, maybe the first several months of their existence had a lot of input and creative control, and now seems to be all Tony Khan. Um, is this a task that he can handle all these egos and be that go-to guy. Does he have enough experience? Now, we know there's guys like Arn Anderson there, Tully Blanchard, other people that have done this for a while. But does Tony Khan have enough experience, trust from the boys, to do this? So, Vito, I want your take on that. And, of course, anything in AEW that you currently like, like what is meshing? I actually have something, and I'll, you know, I'll get into that after you go. Now – I know when this company opened, we had a discussion, and I said on getting color, the boys' booking is not going to work. You cannot book and wrestle and wrestle and book. I said it on getting color when this happened. Creative control is going to ruin this company. They got it taken away because the angles they were running were not Good. The only thing I could see, the Young Bucks didn't take the titles right away to be tag champions. That was a plus. They put guys over. Cool. Kenny Omega as champion is a total fail. Doesn't move the needle. The Cody Rhodes saga, he's trying to be this babyface with Arn Anderson and get this look like his dad as a babyface. It ain't working. It hasn't worked. It has looked like the shits. And then this is what I'm going to say. When Cody Rhodes was in WWE, okay, and he was given five or six different gimmicks and chances, did he get over? 
answer is no. He had his own creative control. Is he over now? The answer is no. He just had to take it away from him. If something's working, you're not going to mess with perfection. But look at this. It ain't working. It's not happening. Virtue, am I wrong? Well, so I get like when you have all these EVPs and you want to give them all the power to make the booking and stuff, I, I get where that won't necessarily work, right? Because they'll all go into business for themselves, try to make themselves look good. Now, to the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega's credit, when before Tony Khan was known to be the end-all, be-all booker, writer, whatever you want to call him, where like we knew he was putting the shows together, right. the Bucks and Omega did not book themselves over at all. Cody did, but they didn't. So I question the fact that is even Tony Khan the right guy? He has a lot of money. He knows how to spend it. He brings in the talent. Great for him. And there is something he's doing that I like, but I want to be devil's advocate. That's what I like to play, Vito. So we can say that the EVPs aren't meant to, to book the show, right? Nope. Too many egos. I get it. I'm not going to disagree with that because they're wrestlers, right? right. Wrestlers got to wrestle, right? And maybe have direction, be told what to do. I think CM Punk was on record saying when he came back, he didn't want to like, he wanted to just kind of be told what to do as long as it was good. He didn't want to like demand, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. if that's the truth, that's respectful, that's cool. But is Tony Khan the right guy? Does he know enough? Or is he just a fanboy living his dream? I just feel there, you know, there needs to be a little committee, just a little committee of the right minds to assist Tony Khan, not being on Dave Meltzer's speed dial. Hey, put these matches together because it might be five stars. So I got mixed bag for, right? I'll agree with you to the point the EVPs may be not right, but I can't say that Tony Khan's the right guy either. For creative, I just, there's something not quite right. He does not have the wrestling... AEW and the fans, okay, with the MMA fighters. And I'm like, okay, we've seen this before, MMA fighters coming right. in. But then they put him with a couple wrestlers with, with shoot backgrounds, Scorpio Sky, uh, Ethan Page, you know, Black Belt and Karate. I mean, to a point, it gives them a little credibility as a heel team. And I am buying this. The promos are great. Now the wrestlers are even talking for themselves. And I feel like they can move up the ranks as a top heel tag team to contend for the titles. This is mid-card stuff. I get it because it's the tag division. But it's old school. You got the heel mouthpiece rubbing the fans the wrong way. You're getting heat on the wrestlers. Like that's the type of stuff. I, it gives me hope that AEW can go beyond just putting dream matches together. Right? What do you like? Right. Do you see anything else in AEW like that, or what's your comment on that? I don't know if you if you've seen any of that yet. They really haven't worked yet. It's the they're building them up Guys, with promos. I gotta tell you, the way that they're doing things. I mean, bringing in CM Punk, right? And we talked about this last week. Okay, it was a good thing. Now let's try to get him moving. 
I see a split coming between Sting and Darby Allen. Finally, I'm hoping Sting turns heel and just be the badass that he used to be, and stop making him stand on the side for all these guys who have no TV experience. At Sting, he should be promoted correctly, right? A guy like Billy Gunn, who, by all all intents purposes, he should be the heavyweight champ at that place. I've been saying it for two years now. Why is he? I think he he's in tagging that? with his son, and they 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 have a streak too. It's like all these tag teams, tons of. But them. why can't Billy Gunn with his tag team with the two kids on the side help Daddy win a title? What's wrong with that? Now, I know Taz, I think, has went back to announcing. I believe so. What happened to his son and the people who he was with? They're there, but they got so many people. You never know when they're going to show up on TV versus the YouTube shows. Right. Like, that's the thing. There's so many pieces in play. Andre, I think, made a cameo appearance after this big introduction. And then, and then, what is he doing? He's not. They have no direction for all this talent that they have, and they have. They're not using it properly, and it's scattered. And you have all these inexperienced wrestlers on Rampage and the YouTube and this. They're wasting all this money on production when they could be putting this money into better use into a training facility where they can actually be training these guys and letting them earn their spot on the network. You're exposing the business. Yeah. I mean, and again, their fan base, they're the dirt sheet writers who want the alternative to WWE because they don't want to be told what to like and not like, like Vince McMahon and WWE tends to do because they make their product for kids. They are really saying, you know, they're coming out, vocal minority trying to make AEW look like it's this great thing. Like, Hey, they're outpacing WWE ticket sales at the same venue. And it, it's a different, like, it's just, it's different. Like when it's all said and done, WWE still doing well. They sold 50,000 tickets for SummerSlam. They had a two night WrestleMania right when the pandemic, you know, live crowds were able to be back in attendance. Right. W, you know, they're going to Saudi Arabia. That's questionable, but the fact is, and you and I know, WWE does so many shows, right? Sometimes they don't sell them all out because they have so many live events. And sometimes they don't just sell out instantly. It trickles and it gets, you know, more seats are filled closer to the day of the show. Where AEW is different. It has that cult fan base and they all eat up the tickets early on for every show. And it's smaller venues. And it's just a narrative out there that I'm sick of, Vito. And I want, I just want AEW to prove to me that it's worthy to be called as good as WWE in terms of a big global wrestling promotion. I don't want fans to say, oh, it's the new thing. It's awesome. When there's a lot of inexperience there when I, in terms of putting a show together. Right? Yeah, but I mean, the card that they just had in Puerto Rico, um, they had Jinder Mahal on. They had all the spare parts going to Puerto Rico and they're putting them on the road. You talk about WWE? Yeah. Right, you talk about that, and I'm like, all right, you just went to Puerto Rico. I really didn't know they were going to Puerto Rico and that they were doing the show. I didn't know. I don't know if they filled the stadium. I don't know if they sold out. Wasn't advertised. 
But the AEW product, they just had a Daniel Bryan, a Daniel Bryan match on, and I think it, it it lost ratings. I think it came in low. Their their dynamite is up and down, up and down. They've never got back to the 1.4 million from the very first show. They'll get up and then they'll fall down the week before. It's like a yo-yo. They're granted right. over a million viewer overall viewers now. Fuck that demo number. Like that's just the biggest excuse bullshit I've ever seen. Right? That's a trick to advertisers to make diminishing overall viewers look better. Right, Vito? If your overall viewers go up, right? That's what we look at. The demo is eighteen to forty-nine is most likely to also go up. So. Focus on getting overall viewers up. Like this, this demo crap is just a crutch and a band aid. It is. I, and, I don't. And Rampage I never it. Punk debuted. It was over a million. Rampage just did like six hundred thousand. And so it's what did that, that tell slide. you? Yeah, they I mean, have to. They have to put CM Punk on more shows, and they have to use the talent that's going to draw. Who's going to put the asses in the seats? Who's going to make the TV watch? You can't have CM Punk just come out and cut a promo. You got to put them on and put them in a match. Yep. And, and if they start taking what they got and making, utilizing it correctly, like we've seen wrestling companies in the past do, TNA had its run, WCW, ECW, WWE. When things are going good, you wrestling is great for everyone. But like I said, both companies right now, big companies, have work to do. If WWE making all kinds of money, they still have creative work to do, in my opinion, no, as right. a fan watching it. But so does AEW. They're only two years old. Of course they have work to do. So there's this divide. There's these fans of each, and they're clashing of my product's better than yours. I remember in the Attitude Era as a fan, I liked everything. Like I was never like, oh, it's Nitro, baby, F Raw. I watched all of it. It was all good. I watch you want to know you want to know who's the best show probably is right now is the NXT show the 2.0 because it's dip because it's something different right now they're they're throwing stuff against the wall right they're trying to be larger than life again colorful it, it, you know, the NXT a show is the better show of all from a uh, Smackdown raw and aew the NXT show I think is something better. So we're talking about all these promotions here, right? Mostly AEW this first segment. Right. We still got two big names out there. And, you. you know, people were like, oh, Bray Wyatt's going to show up in Rochester because that's where Brody Lee was from. I think he, I don't think his no compete is over until the end of October. I might be wrong on that. But we got Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda. At some point, you know he's going to show up in wrestling again. Right. Then you got Braun Strowman, who is – doing his part and getting jacked and trying to look the part. We've heard the TNA or the impact rumors for both of these guys. We've heard the rumors about Bray Wyatt and AEW. I've said Braun most likely might go back to WWE, but on a lesser contract. What do you think? Like These are the two big names left out there. Between now and Halloween, do we see these two guys and where? Braun Strowman. What haven't we seen with him except maybe a body change, right? We've seen him do everything possible. If you put him in AEW, do you really expect him to lose to Brian Daniel, CM Punk? Do you expect him to lose to Kenny Omega? I don't. 
I expect Braun Strowman, if he's going to go into a new thing, I expect him to be in a new Goldberg and beat the shit out of people and leave. Him going to impact is such a waste. There isn't nobody his size or caliber there. That's a waste. You have Bray Wyatt. There's one place for him to go, that's AEW, because they have the crowd where they could buy into the Wyatt gimmick. If they come out like the old Wyatts and they bring out the Wyatts, I would like to see the Wyatt okay. family come out. So with Braun available, Bray, and I think Eric Rowan, I don't think he's officially Eric Rowan signed. Is available. He didn't I think sign away. Could, so you have AEW could bring them in as a group and say, you wanted to drop the ball, WWE? Yeah. We'll show you how to do it. And you even got Matt Hardy you can mix back in there. I, you know, he might be doing his own thing now as just regular Matt Hardy. But you got pieces. I think if they put the Wyatt family together, I think you got something. If you put them on every TV show, you will draw the numbers on what you have. I'm talking Rampage. I'm talking the regular show. I'm talking everything. Yeah. Guys, put I the Wyatt family. No, like, if I saw that on AEW, just like the whole Dan Lambert stuff I'm buying into because now he's with wrestlers, right? You can get MMA guys over or whatever to try to cross over. Get wrestlers over with that mouth, heel wrestlers. I'm buying into that. If I see the Wyatts or whatever they would be called coming in, I'll start saying, okay, Tony, you're starting to try to appeal to casual What's fans. What's the one thing that you haven't seen the Wyatts with? Sister Abigail. She shows yeah, up. True, a true. Yeah. I mean, they have the opportunity to do so many things WWE dropped the ball with. So. Yeah. Um, do you think either one of them go back to WWE? And I'm going to bring this, like I said, Braun going back because maybe they thought he was getting too much money because he's like your mid to upper mid card guy. And maybe they didn't want to pay him seven figures. Maybe they'll say, hey, try to go find work elsewhere. If he doesn't, they'll bring him back and he'll agree to like 750000 or 500000 And do you see Bray coming back? Maybe, you know how Vince has been known to release wrestlers, let them get their head straight and bring them back. I mean, is... Either one of them back to WWE a possibility at this point. I don't see it. Neither? Okay. Braun, I think. Bray, he might not want to because I think he was creatively angry with some of the things they did with him. Yeah, but both of them came out and shit on WWE. Both of them said things. So they ain't going to go back there. What did Bray say? What did I miss? Braun might have, but did Bray really say anything? Well, He's been kind of quiet. Bray, Bray has been vocal. Saying they dropped this, they dropped that, they didn't do this, they didn't do that. You don't think the guy has had enough? How many times can you create something, they shit on it, and then they say, okay, let's do it again? I wouldn't want to go back. If I had a chance to go somewhere new and they're going to give me some creative control and a limited capacity to do something, I'd say, all right. Dude, I, I'd love to him, for him to go to Hollywood. And work with some of these young horror film directors. You, dude, yeah. you worked on the in the church, okay? You worked yeah. with Bill Mosley. I grew up in an era of awesome, like Freddy Krueger, Jason, Michael Myers, Bray, and Bray's friends with that Savani guy. He used to be a rock star that makes the masks, and he's been in horror movies. That's where I'd love to see Bray go. F wrestling, but I get it, right? You grew up in wrestling. Your blood's yeah. in wrestling. Your heart's there. But damn, man, if he could not maybe be like a new um, Kane Hodder, play this guy called Hatchet, 
the Hollywood horror scene needs somebody new and Bray Wyatt, man, he's so good at that kind of stuff. That's where I'd like to see him go. But that's just me. All right. What else you got for me this week? Ready? So I'm looking at our topics here. Let's talk about the ending of Extreme Rules. That was last Sunday. This match happened after we went off the air. The main event was Roman Reigns versus Demon Balor. Roman Reigns retained. They did this gimmick where the Usos came out and Demon Balor got beat up. Then the red light kicked on. Vito, I don't know what their obsession is. If it's Kevin Dunn, Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard probably because he did the brother love in red all the time. They love this red light that gives people supernatural powers. But anyway, it basically hulked Demon up. He overcame Usos, had Roman set up for the win, the, the top move, the coup de grace off the rope, and the rope busted. And the gimmick, right? This was planned. They There was actually a video that leaked that showed a guy in a black suit, camera guy, go up there and snap the rope. And that in the red light mysteriously went off. Powers are gone. Roman retained. And and I know a lot of fans are like, the shits. This is the shits. Um, I have a little opinion on how I thought they could have made this work better, but you know they won't. What did you think about the way this all went down? I said it from the beginning. He was a setup guy. He was not going to win. No matter what they did, they were going to fuck it up. He was not going to win. He was just somebody to be a filler. That was it. It didn't matter if he lost or not. He was not winning. It doesn't matter what kind of fucked up finish it was. You knew he wasn't going to win. That's a good point. Like, you're right. I mean, that is a very good point. It was nothing else. Brock and Roman's coming up next at Saudi Arabia later this month. And I think you are going with Brock taking the title still, right? Yes. 100%. And I'm still saying no because I just have that guy. You know, I'm not Meltzer. I don't have this dirt, this news, knowing that they signed a deal with Dwayne. And and I get it, The Rock. I get it, Vito. If he came back and had that bloodline story with Roman, you don't need a title for that. I get it, right? That would still work. Um, I just have that gut feeling that Vince would want that match, if it happened, in Dallas – potential record setter with attendance, he'd want that being a title match. So I'm going to be against you on that opinion. The good news is we'll be able to talk about that when it happens later this month, and that'll be a fun discussion. Remember one thing. It's a bloodline. Paul Heyman is not blood. He's going to screw them. Oh, that's what I – that would have been interesting, that whole rope thing with Balor, if they would have revealed, like, you know, after the fact, like it was Naomi that I was out there or Tamina – you know, and it would be a new female addition to the bloodline. I thought that would have been a good storyline to justify the rope breaking, but that's too much for them, Vito. That's just way too much. They can't think outside the box like that. I'm going to tell you, it's going to be Paul Heyman, screw job. For Brock Lesnar gets the belt. So here's our main topic today. It's the draft. So night one of the draft happened on SmackDown. So, after this show's already up, there's going to be night two at, at Raw. Now, the way they're doing this, Vito, is they had a pool of wrestlers, top contenders, middle contenders, for, for Friday night. And then they had another pool for Monday night. So, yeah. you know, it's not like Monday nights are like round seven, eight, nine, ten. It's literally starting over with a fresh pool of talent. I, okay, that's all right. Cool. But the first pool 
Roman Reigns was taken number one. And, of course, he stayed on Fox, SmackDown. But here, Brock is a free agent. So Brock was not drafted. Brock right. said he's a free agent. So how interesting that the part-time guy that has so many appearances, the year stating could become the champion and Heyman could go back with him, could literally be on either show. But Vito, night one, right. on the show, I think they only did a couple picks for each show. A lot of the other picks from night one was after the show on the internet. So here's number one was Roman Reigns for SmackDown. Right. Raw got Big E. Um, and then Roman uh, Charlotte went to SmackDown right. as the Raw Women's Champion. So we'll see what happens there. And Bianca Belair went to Raw. So those were your big major picks the first night on the actual show. Roman stayed. Charlotte went over, and then Big E stayed on Raw, and Bianca went over. And Becky Lynch didn't get picked. She's in Monday's pool, so she could be a number one pick. See what I'm saying? Right. She's in Monday's pool, completely different. So so you literally are going to have two number one picks, Friday nights and, and Monday nights. So I would assume okay. Raw gets the number one pick Monday night because it's their show. Like SmackDown got the number one pick Friday night. So Becky – probably will be picked number one. That's my guess. But what's your thoughts of Roman staying, Charlotte going over, and then Big E staying, and then Bianca going over to Raw? Guys, I'm going to say this. I don't think the draft is good for business. I think they should have everybody on all the shows. I, and it gives them more reason to watch to see their favorite stars. Them dividing up the talent is segregating how many people you're going to get to watch your product. That's I don't believe point. in the draft. I don't think it's a good draft. I don't think it's a good idea. I think for once they should just say, you know what? Everybody is on both shows. Come watch both shows. And let's see if you're going to watch our TV. I think some of the names still out there for Monday night, obviously Becky, Seth Rollins, uh, Sasha Banks. So there are some big names still left for Monday so people can see who goes where. Um, right. But night one, so – SmackDown kept Reigns, got Charlotte, got Drew McIntyre, got the New Day, which which was just Kofi and Xavier Woods. Right. Um, I think Naomi stayed. Jeff Hardy went to SmackDown. Corbin stayed. Any thoughts? Yeah. And then I'll tell you Raws. Any thoughts on some of those names? Drew no, over to SmackDown? Nah, it doesn't make a difference. He's done. Notice how much smaller he is now that he's not champion anymore. Anyway, let me go to the chat here for a second. Okay. Uh, let's see. If Bray was going somewhere different, do you think they would have shown up on TV already? We already answered that with the 90-day complete clause. That's what makes me think he will make a return to WWE. Good point. It's good to hear about your health. Talking about Noel. Here is graph one. I think he's done with WWE. The whole Fiend gimmick was literally torn to shreds. By Flair, this pay-per-view. Oh. Guys. Oh, they're got... talking about how Charlotte ripped that Lily doll yeah. and whatever Alexa had. Alexa's obviously taking some time off for a little bit, and she'll probably come back, my guess, as her old self. So we'll see how that goes. No, it'll be good. Guys, you know, there's a lot of moving parts, a lot of different things, a lot of things we, we project here. At the end of the day, you want to see all your stars on the same show. You want to be able to go and turn the TV on and hope to see your own match. 
So if they advertise people on both shows, I think you're going to get your better bang for the buck instead of the separation. Just my opinion. So I feel Rollins will go over to Raw with Becky, right? Those right. will be two big gets for Raw. Here are some of the other gets that Raw already had. So Big E stayed, Belair went. They got Edge, and I got an interesting yeah. scenario with him coming up here in a minute. They got uh, Ray and Dominic are over there. Randy Orton and Riddle stayed, so now I can see a tag team feud between, right, Dominic, the Mysterios, right. and them. Um, Keith Lee stayed, you know, Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash stayed. Okay, whatever. Edge on Raw is interesting to me because if it goes like I think and Seth and Becky, who are married, who are probably traveling with the nanny with their kid, go to Raw, there's still that Edge and Rollins angle that's finishing out here. Right. Do you see Edge go went to Raw for this specific reason? You know he's not going to beat Roman or get involved for that title with Brock. Is, is Edge now on Raw because he's going to become the WWE champion again at some point? No. I, I think so. I, I, I have that gut feeling. He's going to have another run because that's such a Vince McMahon thing to do. I just, and once I saw that, I, I, we got to see how tomorrow plays out too with Rollins, but I just got that feeling, Vito. That's why he went it. over I there. I don't see it happening. Okay. All right. I, I do, but that's all I got. Anything you want to add? I mean, no, I minutes, think we man. had a very good show. We had some good chats. I think everything is cool. Go ahead and close the show. Great show. And you and I can both agree that the theory of the draft and the brand split absolutely sucks. Yes. Right. And we need to go back to the main eventers being on any show, any given night to boost. I mean, I, I agree 100%. with you on that. All right. So you can follow Vito on Twitter at the big Vito brand. And you can follow me on Twitter at no DQ underscore virtue, but you know, we will be back again and do this next time. This has been getting color right here on the big Also check out patreon.com slash big V mafia. For Big Vito LaGrasso, I am Virtue, and we will see you next time. Peace.